championships in school history. It's my pleasure to present the national championship trophy to Coach Davo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. He was angry that day, my friends. Like an old man trying to send back soup in a deli. Stands head and shoulders over everybody else. He is a world champion on his own. He is actually 6'5 with the Afro 6'9. Pretty good dribbler. All you do is dribble. I have to dribble. If I give it to you, you just shoot. You're a chucker. That's right. Every time you get the ball, you shoot. I can't believe you called me a chucker. No way I'm a chucker. I do not chuck. Never chuck. Never have chuck. Never will chuck. No chuck. You chuck. Barrett takes a shotgun snap, back to pass. Here comes pressure, and he's down. Farrell gets him, sacks him all the way back at the eight-yard line. Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. There was a time in this country when sports were revered. But people today, their values are all out of whack. All around the clock, sports all the time. That's the concept of the news. Oh, that's never going to work. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Hey, good afternoon on a rainy Wednesday, mid-day of April 2017. Safe and sound back here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions Studios. Here at 105.5 The Roar, hanging out with Ben. I am Roy. Busy show, as you would expect. A lot of different things going on. Big shutout win last night for Clemson Baseball on the road down in Athens for nothing as the uh, impressive winning streak continues. They did lose one down to Georgia Tech this weekend, but still, it's been a very strong start for Clemson baseball. We'll talk about it as we go through the next couple of hours. Coming up in our second hour today, Wes Mitchell, GamecockCentral.com. I have no idea what happened in South Carolina spring game this past weekend, and I want to know. I've heard some good things about Jake Bentley. It's year two under Will Muschamp. We'll give you an update on what transpired down in Columbia coming up in our second hour today. Braves and Mets later tonight. Russell Westbrook continues his assault on the record books. And if that wasn't enough, the updated mock drafts from uh, Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, Deshaun, Mike Williams. I think they actually went two rounds deep this go around. And uh, so we'll we'll find out maybe where Mike Williams is going and if any other Tigers are uh, picked to go in this year's NFL selection process. It is rainy. There are watches going on. Schools are getting out early. In a lot of places, so if you are out and about driving around Interstate 85, make sure you give yourself some extra time. Bad weather, storms moving through the area as this front pushes through from west to east, from left to right across your uh, radar maps. Probably not until midnight tonight. It's going to be bad weather from here until maybe midnight, maybe until 1 o'clock in the morning. And uh, so be aware of what's going on as uh, severe weather uh, weather. Uh, could be downright severe. As we go through the afternoon. Hey, good to see you. How are you? It's very good to see you, Roy. It is uh, two things on the weather. Yeah. Number one, my kids' schools are safer buildings than my house. Uh, They are built with steel framing, and my house is built with wood framing. So... I'm not real sure why our kids are getting out of school, but they are really excited Yours about Yours are getting it. out, too. Oh, right? they've been blowing my text up all morning. <laughs> I, I told my I told my uh, old, my old middle son, like, if you text me one more time, I'm calling your school telling me you have to stay. You have to stay. Yeah. We number, will not pick you up. Number two, they must have hated us when we were kids because I don't ever remember getting out of school. <laughs> I don't ever rain. remember getting out 
because of storms. Like when it snowed, obviously, that was a different story. Now, I grew up in Columbia, so we didn't get a ton of snow down there. It happened like maybe once every three years. South of 85? South of 85. Considerably south of Interstate Uh 85. Uh, So that rarely happened. As it pertains to just general bad weather, I don't ever remember that happening. Now, my elementary school did not have air conditioning. And so if it was above, I believe, I believe they said it at like 92 degrees. If it was higher, hotter than 92, you got out an hour early or something. But, uh, but yeah, so anyway, I just find that interesting that kiddos are, kiddos are home where there are no parents there to supervise them because that's a lot safer with storms rolling through. Well, and for the people that are wondering what in the heck are we talking about and why would schools be letting out early today just because of rain and storms? There actually is a very high tornado threat, a, a, a much higher than normal. Chris, uh, Justice says the highest in years. Highest in okay. years, that's yes. correct. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And so because of that, you can't have buses out there on the streets and they're trying to get everybody home safely because a lot of the bad weather could uh-huh. be actually going down as they're trying to let out of school. And so that creates all kinds of issues. So... Uh, I, I can't say that I disagree with uh, the idea of letting out early. It's just not something we've seen a lot of. And the bad storms that rolled through this area Monday, the risk for tornadoes then has basically been tripled today. So we saw several twisters touch down back on Monday, including one that actually took the life uh, of a man uh, Monday. And now that risk has basically been tripled today. So because mm-hmm. of all that, uh, obviously, it, it, it makes sense to get everybody home, uh, especially when, like, the second round of storms could be arriving right there as school begins to let out between 2 and 4 o'clock later on today. So I get that. And then even after that line of storms moves through, there's going to be some later on. And even as the front finally pushes through, uh, probably somewhere around midnight, maybe 1 o'clock in the morning, that threat lingers deep until tomorrow morning or late into tonight. So uh, be careful out there and then make sure that you uh, keep an eye on what's going on, uh, you know, television-wise with the updates here at the station. We'll keep you updated as best as we can as well. And you know I'm going to keep you updated. You know I'm going to keep you updated. If anything oh. happens between now and 3, I got you covered on that. Storm Team coverage is right here with you. That's right. Storm Team coverage with Roy Philpott right here. Uh, we'll have you covered 24-7. Roy, are you feeling better today? Are you... <laughs> It's good to see you today. Can I tell you are, what are you yesterday? feeling? Are you feeling better? I, I am feeling off better. Off your deathbed. Let me, let me let me tell you what happened yesterday. <laughs> First off, the last two days I was not in studio. I, I did the show remotely. I had to take care of some business down near the coast and got that taken care of. But did the show remotely, anyways. Long story short, in our final segment yesterday, I, I think it was in our final break before our final segment. Literally, as our music is playing for our rejoin, you know, we do that final segment, the, the, the last segment of the show each and every day, and we've got the rejoin on there, and, and I think Reese Davis is a part of it, Tim Brando's a part of it, uh, the Don Crickey countdown in the national championship game back in 1981, the Orange Bowl, that's part of it. We play that each and every day. So as that is playing, I look down on my personal text line. And upper, upper management, Ben Milstead is upper management. Deborah is upper, upper management. You get a text from Deborah, you know that that something's going down, right? I mean, you stand at attention. You, you try to dot all your I's and cross all your T's and make sure everything's okay. Because if upper, upper management is sending you a text, it's got to be something important. So sure mm-hmm. enough, as we're coming back on the air in our final segment yesterday, I look down. And because it's upper, upper management, my, my phone vibrates, it rings. So I'm notified instantaneously. 
when upper, upper management sending me a note because I know how important it is. I looked down, it's Deborah, And the text that she sent me in our final segment was, God, you sound awful. Feel better. And then it was like four <laughs> exclamation points on the end of it. So, I, God, you sound awful. Feel better. And I'm like, what? I'm like, look around. <laughs> I, I didn't know I sounded bad. I didn't know I was sick. I'm like, I, I, so I sent her a text back. I was thinking, I said, I was like, I, I, I feel fine. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never had somebody send me a text like that. She's like, you sound, I, it's like, God, oh my God, you sound awful. Feel better. Like that I was sick. So I, apparently I sounded so bad on the air yesterday. I don't know what this means for my future here at the station, but I sounded so bad. I got the, the you sound awful text, man. I, that was that was kind of a humbling experience yesterday at the end of the show. And you were so paranoid about that to begin with that yeah, it I pretty asked much you. sent you over the edge. Right, right. No, let, let, me, let me see if I can find it. It's, the text. it's yeah. very similar to asking an overlay, overweight lady when she's due, <laughs> when she's really not pregnant. That's sort of the way Roy feels right now. No, no, here it is. Here it is. Okay, I, I didn't frame it correctly. You sound rough, my friend. Good to hear you, though. Allergies or cold feel better. With the exclamation point, like a couple exclamation points. And then I respond back instantly. I feel great with a couple of question marks. And then she sends me the embarrassed emoji. Yikes, I'm sorry. I have allergies, so my ears are probably messed up. And I said... <laughs> she blamed it on her ears. Right, right. But, ah. I, but I finally said, you know what? I am a little stuffy. And then she said, I feel terrible. But I, so I, have, been stuffy. I, I have had a little bit of a cold. And so... It's not that I've felt bad. It's just it kind of sounds maybe a little bit different. It's more nasally, and I don't like that. But, I'm, I, you know, it's it's getting to be a little bit better. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't think I sounded awful yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you I, sound I, rough. Yeah, you sound rough. <laughs> we had some fun with it. We had yeah. a good time with that, and I appreciate yeah. and it. She's but, blushing as we speak. Yeah, she, sure, she actually she's. And that's what makes it hilarious uh-huh. is that literally she's one of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah, there's other people who would have texted that too that would have gotten a really bitter response from you. If you would have sent that to me, I would have gone yeah. over the edge. Sure. Any, anybody else. I, I'm not the person you were thinking of, but okay. <laughs> well, is anybody related to me, you know, anybody that I'm involved with, that kind of thing, if they send that to me, you can forget about it. Yeah. You can totally forget about it. I'm not speaking to you for weeks. <laughs> that's just how it is. Are, are we looking forward maybe to hearing a little bit from Wes? I, I don't know what happened at the Garnet and Black game Saturday. Apparently not many South Carolina fans do because really nobody showed up with all the you know stuff that was going on mm-hmm. with basketball. So I, I am curious, given how last season ended under Will Muschamp, uh, what happens now in year two and where Jake Bentley is. So we don't do a ton of South Carolina updates in the offseason. I thought today would be a good time to do one. Yeah, definitely. And depending on where you sit, which side of the fence you sit on, this is what I've heard. If you are a Gamecock fan, boy, that offense looked fantastic Saturday. I mean, Bentley on point, completed the deep ball, offensive line, down and dirty, I mean, mean, nasty guys in the trenches. If you're not necessarily a Gamecock fan, what you heard was, well, that defense sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that, really. that's the painful part and, about and, spring games. Hey, and we all do that. You know, sure. we, we all do that. We, we, we spend that to, to fit our own personal agenda there. Uh, I get it. But so far, those are the two distinct storylines I've heard out of Columbia. 
Offense looked really crisp. Defense looked horrible. If I just had to guess, this coming fall at South Carolina, it's not that I would expect the defense to be awful. I, I think it can improve from last year, but I don't think that's going to be a strength of the team. You would expect that by the end of the 2017 campaign that maybe Jake Bentley will have really settled in and that he's got a chance to be one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC East. I, I, I think that'll be the case. So if you're a fan of the Garnet and Black, an update coming from West Mitchell from Gamecock Central at around 125. And that would be my expectation for this fall. And you want to improve. You want to win another game or two compared to year one under Muschamp. And I think that that's doable. It's not a stone cold lock, but I think that it's doable. We'll get an update from Wes. It's been a while since we've spoken with him. So that should be a lot of fun in about an hour from now. Uh, Braves and Mets tonight. Second game for the Bravos out of 162. Looking to score their first run of the year after being shut out by the Mets back on opening day. 6 nothing. We'll see uh, what that game looks like tonight. I, my expectation for the Braves this year, I hope that we just have enough to be able to talk about them as we get closer to the summer. When they start losing, they go one of these skids, and, they, and they're like, you know, 2-14 and 14 through three weeks of a particular month, and nobody wants to hear about them. I hope that they're just good enough and that Swanson and that uh, – Fred Freeman, and some of these younger prospects just kind of keep them relevant. Maybe at least towards the halfway point of June. They're not going to be in contention, I think, to win a pennant, win a division. I don't think they're going to be in contention to be in the wild card race. But, you know, somehow you got me to 80 wins. Is that right? Maybe mm-hmm. 78 wins, something like that. And just you're, you're just not the laughing stock living in the cellar of the National League East. If you just got me there this year, I think I would take that. But if you're not in contention for something, I mean, you're not going to win your you're you're not going to win your division. So maybe by chance you're in the wild card no, discussion. No, no chance. But no chance. But, but if there's no chance, then it's hard to follow them. I mean, why follow? Why get? Unless you have somebody that goes on on like a home run tear or some kind of hitting streak well, or how about the say, youth of the team you know yeah, if, you, if i want to i mean I, if i want to see youth i'll go to a daycare <laughs> I, i'm not I've, watching the Braves. I, i've got a new ballpark to talk about i mean there are things there are components to this team where you say okay it's not going to be as hideous as what it has been this year and then in the next season and maybe even in 2019 that's what we can maybe point to and say okay get some guys growing up Young pitching staff, we feel good about our change in management. That may be the year where something magical starts to happen. I, just, I I'm just talking about baby steps. I got a new ballpark. Yeah. I got a lot of young guns. They've got to grow up. It's not going to be easy. There's going to be some growing pains. We know this. I, I just want to stay semi-relevant. I don't even need to be relevant. I, I want to stay semi-relevant so that I'm not the punchline. The Braves are not a punchline anymore because mm-hmm. for the last two and a half years, the sell-off, the lousy teams, when they finally broke apart the Ugla, Upton, Scrubby McScrubberson bunch. Who else was a part? B.J. Upton, Justin Upton. Remember the team that struck out all the time? Right. And they were just so overrated by us, by pundits, by everyone year in and year out. When that team started to break apart, the Braves became a punchline in MLB. I want that to go away. And the first step in that direction, I think, happened at the end of last season. The second step would be to approach 500. I'm not dreaming of wild card bursts or anything like that. That's that's crazy talk. That's crazy talk in 2017. 
But I do have a new ballpark. I do have some young weapons. I need to grow them up some. Give me just a couple of months this year to continue to talk about the Braves in a positive light because I haven't done it in a long period of time. Seminole Ted says on the text line, yes, I'm honestly hopeful for a 500 baseball season this year for my Braves. I'm hopeful of that. That is not my expectation. If at any point past the all-star break, I'm playing 500 baseball overall, I, I would take it. I would absolutely take it. I don't think that's going to be the case, but I would take it if you just approach that number. So I'm hopeful. Can you get to 80 wins, 79 wins, 78 wins? If you tell me right now that's what they're going to approach this year, I would feel pretty good about it. I would probably sleep pretty well tonight, as a matter of fact. You're really asking the Braves, though, to toy with your emotions sure. until sure. three-quarters of the way through the season. I, I, yes, yes. That's exactly what I would enjoy. Yes. That is deranged, my friend. Oh, well, baby, look at what I've dealt with for the last two and a half years <laughs> where they've just been lousy. Right? I mean, Turner Field was just... Uh, uh, the tumbleweed was smacking everybody in the face that that wanted to show up for games last year. Nobody cared about it. They just want people to care a little bit more, stay relevant for a little bit longer, uh, maybe win some more three to two type games this season over at SunTrust Park. Let's just look like you really do have a plan, right? And let some of the pieces of that plan start to materialize. Thank you. Let them be visible. I guess that is one thing you can look for. That's that, what I'm looking for. Because I, I think overall that's what you saw last year. But there were, you know, there were times last year that you thought, "Wait, why are you, why are you making that trade now?" I mean, why, you know, I don't know. There were there were things they did that just made you made you wonder exactly what was going on. Let's talk more about it coming up. Six five four seven six two seven. Our phone number if you want to talk with us. Six five four Roar. Also on Twitter and the text line. 9861566, drop us a line there. Let us know who you are, where you're texting or tweeting from. Much more likely to read that over the airwaves. Very busy show. Wes Mitchell coming up in hour two. We'll talk about and preview the upcoming Orange and White game as well. Coming up later in the program, live inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions studios. Back with much more after this. Hey guys, Kelly here. As a Clemson graduate, I'm here to inform our listeners about Clemson Give Day. We are calling all Tigers to unite for Clemson's second gift day on Thursday, April 6th. It's time to show you are all in. Make your gift online now at clemson.edu slash giveday and be part of this historic effort. Gifts are tax deductible. Go to clemson.edu slash giveday and share on social media using hashtag ClemsonGiveDay. Go Tigers! Husqvarna products have always provided the power to work. Now Husqvarna is giving you the power to save too. We're offering up to 20% off new equipment purchases through Husqvarna. For example, buy an MZT 520 turn mower with a 525BX blower and a 322L trimmer and a T435 chainsaw and save nearly $1,300. It's as if you're getting the handheld products as a bonus. When you're ready to build your business or take care of your property with the power of Husqvarna products, put the power of savings to work too. With the Husqvarna program, it's the best choice for your customers and crew, as well as your own property. 0% financing available with approved credit. To take advantage of this great Husqvarna savings program, see the team at Easley Lawn and Garden, 312 South Pendleton Street, Easley. Call 859-1678. Easley Lawn and Garden is veteran-owned and family-operated. 0% financing available with approved credit. 
What business doesn't like to save a little money where they can? Crute LED has partnered with Duke Power to do just that. Whether you need LED tube lights, $4 after rebate, LED high bay fixture, $79 after rebate, parking pole light, $99 after rebate, or six inch down lights, $4 after rebate, Crute LED will pass on Duke Power rebate up front to you with a verification of your business's Duke Power bill. Visit online at CruteLED.com or visit their office at 109 Interstate Boulevard in Anderson, right before J. Peters on exit 19B. ACD Sports, the Upstate's premier store for Clemson gear, is having a huge spring sale right now. Everything Clemson, including national championship merchandise, is 20% off our already low, low prices. This includes Columbia pullovers and jackets, women's apparel, special footballs, and limited edition hard-to-find prints. This won't be here long, so get into ACD Sports now through the spring game. ACD Sports, open 10 till 7, Monday through Saturday. ACD Sports, behind Brewster's Highway 123, easily. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise, a little pick-me-up. You want to deliver those smiles, but who has the time? School, work, and more. Try Urban Nirvana's online gift certificate. Buy and print it right from your own computer. A great way to treat your wife for making all those tailgate preparations. Your college student for all the hard work. Or mom, just because. Online purchase and print from your computer. Only at UrbanNirvana.com. Whether it's a first or seventh round pick, drafting the right player is the key to success. That six foot four wide receiver or speedy edge rusher can take a team to new heights. The same goes for your business or your department. Finding the right talent makes all the difference. When you need to hire, where do you go to scout talent? You can't find top talent by posting your job to just one site. You need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can with ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, instantly distribute your job to 200 plus job boards across the web, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with one click. ZipRecruiter then identifies potential candidates and notifies them about your job in a matter of minutes. So no more countless hours searching because ZipRecruiter does the searching for you. You can select, screen, and rate candidates all in one place with an easy-to-use dashboard and find the right fit fast. Don't get stuck without the right lineup. Discover today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes nationwide. Right now, our listeners can kick off their hiring on ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash play. Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit. It fits your measurements. No one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what Engineered Sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there is no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep. It's not mattress shopping. It's an experience. We are WCCP. Get connected. At Roy Philpott. Well, I'm the best one in the game. When you try me with a SARS and my That's the results going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. At Ben Milstead. I am an enforcer, man. We are WCCP. 105.5. The Roar. The Roar.
All right, first hour of the show continues on a rainy Wednesday with Ben. I'm Roy, 654-7627, our phone number, back at 105.5 The Roar, presented by our good friends at Harry's, online at harrys.com, for the best shave known to man, H-A-R-R-Y-S. Go there today, enter the code ROY at checkout, and they're going to send you their shaving set for free. Just cover the shipping costs. Your free trial set includes the Truman set, ergonomic handle, five precision engineered blades with lubricating strip, and a trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover, and post-shave balm, an $18 value. It is free when you use the code ROY. Check out at harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S. Go there today, experience the shave of a lifetime. They make less profit. They pass the savings on to you. It's about two bucks per blade. After you get that free Truman set to start you off, it's about half the cost of what you're paying at the drugstore. You're not waiting in line for somebody to come unlock the glass case. Harry's makes it so easy, and it's the best shave known to man. You're going to reduce those irritating razor bumps that you get on your neck. You're going to reduce the redness. You're going to smell great. Your face is going to feel fantastic. Harry's.com. Go there today for the free Truman set, the $18 value. Uh, Use the code ROY at checkout. You'll be locked, loaded, ready to go. Braves-Mets tonight. You want to talk about it? 654-ROAR. Matt and Pendleton wants to do that. Matt, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Roy. Um, I was just calling to remind you that you are putting your face into the Braves, which is the same team that on opening day, with an entire pitching staff healthy and ready to go, walked in a run. Yes. Opening day. Opening day. That's that's not a good omen, right, for the rest of the season. No. That's horrible. That's horrible. I just wanted, wanted to just make sure you understand that, that this is what you're getting into for, you know, probably till the All-Star break before you realize that they're not going to the playoffs. They are not going to the playoffs, and I did not say they were going to the playoffs, and nor do I think that they have a chance no. to go to the playoffs. So I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you. Look, I've been a Braves fan. I go all the way back to the Superstation TBS days, 1985, right, when you would watch whatever sports you could watch in the middle of the summer because there weren't a lot of sports on, right? I mean, you had TBS with the Braves. You had WGN with the Cubs. You had the uh, Major League Baseball game of the week, I I guess. Was that on NBC? I don't know what channel it was on. But it would come on. It was every Saturday. Maybe you get a game on Sunday. And then that was all you could see. Now, if you were lucky and you're sitting in your dad's office or something and you plug in the uh, the transistor radio and you could pick up Cincinnati or Houston uh, or, or maybe some other Major League Baseball team uh, on the radio. I mean, this is like back in the mid-80s where you didn't have all these Fox regional affiliates. You didn't have some kind of package you could buy from DirecTV and watch whatever game you wanted to watch. You couldn't even listen to it. There was no internet. So I was watching the Braves way back then, and, and they were lousy. They were, they were literally the worst team I've ever seen to go from 85 maybe to 90, and then they went worse to first. So I recognize what kind of talent they have or what kind of talent they don't have. And this year, it's still very much a work in progress. And yes, they walked in a run on opening day. That's a precursor to not so good things. It's a special kind of stupid, really. <laughs> <laughs> a special kind of stupid. You, you have to. Bless uh, his heart. He didn't even know that he doesn't know. Yeah, you, uh, I mean, you got to make headlines some way, so might as well do that. You know, maybe this is why there are still Cleveland Brown fans. Because the lovable loser role... I mean, I love the Atlanta Braves. I know I trash them all the time. I really do. I love the Atlanta Braves. Grew up with them. 
you're sitting here talking about Superstation, TBS, and all that. I mean, Superstation. You remember that? Brings back memories. Dale Murphy, Glenn yeah. Hubbard, Ozzy Virgil. I love that show we did like three years ago. We just started naming random Braves players from like the, the late 1980s. That was fun. I, I, I mean, I, I had it as a kid. Uh, well, I guess I was in about ninth grade. Had the opportunity to sit in the dugout for a game, uh, for a Braves game even, as an honorary bad boy. Now, they told me don't, don't stand up, and I didn't. But, yeah, I mean, I love the Braves. So, but, but. But yet I, I follow him, and, and now I'm watching. I'm finding myself paying attention just to see how many crazy things, like our last caller bringing up walking in a run in the in the in the opener. Uh, I watch just to see if something like that's going to happen. So maybe that's why Cleveland Brown fans still go to games, just to see how bad they can screw it up. Well, now between the era I'm talking about and this exact moment in time, they've won a few games. I mean, there's like 14 division championships, a World Series. Only one. I wish there would have been more. Only one. And a lot of incredible moments. Sure. I mean, the late Skip Carey, Sid Bream run, running around third base. Braves win. Braves win. I mean, this was great. Long fly ball. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was great. I mean, there was an incredible run there. So, I mean, it hasn't been lousy baseball. But I, I remember watching way back then. I remember watching the worst of first. And the rise of that staff with Greg Maddox. Remember, Steve Avery was a part of it initially. Uh, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz, who then went to the bullpen, then came back as a starter, then just bounced back in an unbelievably, unbelievable fashion uh, those last couple of years of his career. And he turns out he's a really good broadcaster, too. John Smoltz is uh, fantastic oh, yeah. in the booth. Great golfer, too. Is he really? Oh, he's scratch golfer. Oh, I didn't know that. So, so he's just a dynamic athlete. He and Jose Alvarez, real close. Jose used to do some things on the show that we had been on years ago. Right. And uh, Smoltz had has been up here in the studio before, but they they always come up and play golf. But Smoltz could be a pro golfer if he would have if he would have uh, committed to that earlier on instead of that little baseball thing that he little tried baseball out. Career <laughs> kind of sort of worked out. Yeah, Smoltz one of my all time favorites. All-time favorite. He seems like a really good dude. Mm -hmm. Off-camera, on-camera, in the dugout, away from the baseball field, just a really good dude. And, and, you know, here in this area, too, there was such a connection to the Braves in that run that they made with all those divisional championships because a lot of the stars for Atlanta in the 1990s came right here through Greenville. Scott P. and Clemson on the text line, 96-15-66. I remember going out to Malden when I was a kid, watching the G Braves, getting to see all the, quote, baby Braves, unquote, before they made it to the big leagues. Yeah. Chipper Jones played there. Chipper Jones. Remember seeing Chipper Jones driving a DeLorean in downtown Greenville <laughs> one time. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Chipper Jones uh, stopped by to talk baseball with Monty Lee in the Clemson baseball program down in Atlanta. This I saw that. Weekend. Did you see that post on Twitter? I did, yeah. That's a pretty cool picture. thought it was pretty cool, too. Uh, very good stuff. There is something else that's happening, too, that kind of gets on my nerves. Have you noticed this developing trend here at the station? We brought on our good friend Zach Orr on an intern basis about a year ago. And, you know, he kind of weaseled his way in here at the station in his own conniving little manner. <laughs> and... That's your boy right there. Well, I mean, it's been well documented. I didn't even speak to him or acknowledge his presence for the first month of his existence here uh -huh. at 105.5. But finally I did, and finally I said, you know what, this guy's not a bad guy. But it occurs to me these days that his role here at the station, whether he's with me or with you 
or with Mickey in the morning, whatever. He just tries to be one of those people that, that wants to poke the bear 24-7. You notice that? Like he, he tries to get under Mickey's skin. Uh-huh. He's always trying to get under my skin, right? And so there's this, this developing rivalry that's occurring, perhaps behind the scenes. And now I'm going to bring it uh, full circle and now make it public. I hate the New York Yankees. Yes! I hate the Yankees. I despise Mickey and his little morning show and his cohort, Zach, because they love the Bronx Bombers. I don't love them. I don't want to see them win a single game. I I still, to this very day, I think of the Yankees as the original evil empire. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I didn't mean to click that one, but it worked. Uh, no, that was good. <laughs> you should play that anytime I say something that makes sense to you. So when the Yankees lose, the Yankees lose. It puts me in a great mood because I know our friends in the Little Morning Show are hurting inside. They live and die with every stupid pitch thrown by a Roldis Chapman. You overspend again for this guy that's not going to pay any kind of dividends in the postseason. You know why? Because you're not even going to get to the postseason this year. Go ahead and spend your money. Talk about the little baby Yankees that you think are going to hit 300 and all hit 30 home runs this season, and it's not going to happen. The Yankees still suck, just like you sucked last year. And as far as I'm concerned, your record at the end of the season is probably not going to be any better than the Braves. Oh, my goodness. That's where we are with that, Zach Orr. Stop sending me your stupid little texts. Tell me how the Yankees are going 161-1. and one. They're going to implode from the inside out for the umpteenth year, just like they always do. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Submit your resignation to the desk of upper management tomorrow morning. Thank you. Well, don't do that part, but... Zach's been in Jersey for a couple of days, so I asked him this morning if we had to to re-southernize him. And uh, yes, yes, we do. So that's what's happening. He came here. back with a little with a little with a little chip on his shoulder. He went back to Yankeeville, mm-hmm. and he comes back here in the deep south, thinking that he owns the joint, that he's better than everybody else again. And so he starts playing these little cards on my personal text line: one sixty one and one. Book it. Braves aren't sniffing eighty wins. That's the craziest thing you've ever suggested on the show. Atlanta, their one Tyler, so impressive. And then he gives you the stupid cheese ball Yankees win line by their announcer after every single Yankees win, which I still think to this day is so cheesy and stupid and crafted. I I just loathe it. He says, start spreading the news about the Yankees. And then also he adds in this. We'll be doing you guys a favor taking Bryce Harper away from the Nats. Won't have to see him as often. Oh, that would be a... That would be a perfect thing to happen right there. Bryce Harper goes to the Yankees. If he does, you know, he'll go there and pull a Brian McCann where he'll hit like 235. Mm -hmm. He'll hit for power like every other year. He'll drive in 100 runs every other year. But he's not going to be the same player that he was in Washington. And I love watching him with the Nats, even if it hurts the Braves. Obnoxiousness meets obnoxiousness. Right, right. That's what that marriage. Can I I tell you my John Sterling story real quick? You mentioned the, the Yankees announcer. You know, we used to, we had a host here for a brief time who was another another big Yankees fan. Oh, really? And would call John Sterling, and so you and I were. I guess it was you and I on the air after him, and this guy calls up and says, uh, "Hey, this is this is John Sterling calling." I'm like, all right. <laughs> He's like, you know who he was. He said, "I mean, just you know, just random." Uh, you guys called me. I'm like, no, I didn't call you. He said. But this is John Sterling. And I said, 
well, this is the Roy Philpott show. What can I help you with? And he says, like there's just long, awkward silence. I'm like, I don't know who you are. I, I mean, do you want to go on the air? And he says, oh, just never mind, and hangs up. <laughs> so He's play-by-play man for the Yankees. So, like, two hours later, it dawns on me. Oh, John Sterling. That John Sterling. So, so there was a, a show on before us. Lot, they had scheduled to have him on their little show. Yeah, and he called an hour late. I gotcha. I gotcha. And, and you didn't know and, who and it was. And it just didn't, didn't register. But if he just said, the Yankees win. Well, I'd have hung up on him anyway. But. Uh, thank you. Thank you. That, I mean, that's the worst closing line in announcing history, right? I mean, it's just you just you do it every single time. An A bomb for A bomb. Oh my God, that's even worse. Oh, that Plyler used to do that all the time too. Another A bomb from A Rod. Yeah, that work out for you. Probably not as well. well, as well pretty there. good. Well, I mean, they won a championship, <laughs> I guess. But you know, they thought they were going to win. Not one, not two, not three. No, that's your little team down there with the Miami Heat. Yeah. yeah. It worked out okay. It worked out okay. <sighs> Zach, it's okay to be nice to people, right? You don't have to push everybody's buttons all the time. You know, open up a little bit to the rest of us, buddy. Open up a little bit. It's okay. We're here. We've got your back. I Watching the Mickey and Zach leave every morning is one of the most enjoyable things I do all day because they, they just poke each other. You're talking about Zach poking the bear. Every day... They're parked. They're parked outside the front door as close as they could be because neither one of them. Heaven forbid you got to walk more than ten feet to get in the building. They park right there. Zach picks up a little rock every day while Mickey while Mickey's watching and throws it at Mickey's car every day. Are you serious? Yeah. So today Mickey's pouring water on Zach's car and they're throwing water bottles. At, I mean, just complete childish sophomore, <laughs> yet so very entertaining. I'm yeah, going to record it one that's day. Good. <laughs> so entertaining. That's good stuff. See, that's what we need to be streaming online here at mm-hmm. the station. All that stuff. Everything that you and I talk about, most everything between uh, segments, we, we need to be streaming that where we can actually, you know, maybe curse a little bit and just be ourselves and not be this phony baloney. Sports talk show host, whatever. No, I'm just kidding. This too would be fun to do that. 654-ROAR if you want to talk with us. 654-ROAR. Derek in Brevard, North Carolina. You're a Yankee hater. You're a Nickelback hater. You're just a hater, Philpot. If that's how you're going to classify me because I hate those two entities, I am absolutely 1,000% a hater. Put CeeLo in there, too. But he loves CeeLo. No, put CeeLo in there. Put CeeLo in there with the rest of them. Hour one continues after this. Ready for Clemson football? The 2017 spring game plays on 105.5 The Roar. Join Scott Reimer and Kelly Gramlich on April 8th for the Tiger pregame show at noon and the game starting at 2. Get your first glimpse of the new national champion Clemson Tiger football team. The spring game plays on the flagship station for Clemson football. 105.5 The Roar. Brought to you by Blue Ridge Security, Elkmont, CMH Handling, Your Pie, r r Golf, Founders Credit, ACD Sports, McNeely Store and Rental, Urban Nirvana and Turner's Jewelers. It's bow time at Bojangles. Hurry in now for two bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits for just $3.50. The Iron Yard, offering part-time and full-time courses in web development for people interested in launching a career in programming. Now enrolling in Greenville. For more information about learning to code, visit theironyard.com slash Greenville. The Iron Yard, take charge of your career.
Baseball coach Monty Lee straight talks video surveillance. I used to think that video surveillance was an expensive option limited to commercial systems. Not anymore. With Blue Ridge Security Solutions, you can install cameras in and outside your home at a reasonable price. View live or review later if you suspect there has been a problem. Always on the offensive, Blue Ridge Security Solutions should be your first choice for any security need. They don't call it serious security for nothing. BlueRidgeSecuritySolutions.com. Serious security. You know Joe's New York Pizza is all about the sauce because I've told you so. Here's the thing, people. They have outrageous wings as well. They're not fried. And if you're up to the task, you can even get them with Cajun Asian sauce. Their meatballs and marinara come with their famous garlic knots. And remember, if you have certain food allergies, Joe's offers gluten-free. Joe's has delivery, and they're great for fundraisers. And the Clemson location caters with two locations in Seneca and Clemson. Joe's New York Pizza. Looking to consolidate your debt into one easy monthly payment with a fixed low interest rate and no fees? If you have good to excellent credit, there's now an effortless way to refinance credit cards and other debt. We're Lightstream, the nation's premier online lender, and we have great news. Right now, there's never been an easier way to refinance debt. With no collateral required, no appraisals, no long wait times, and no fees. Just go to Lightstream and apply in minutes, and you can have funds as soon as that very day. With Lightstream, you can be confident you'll get a competitive interest rate because we back our rates with a rate beat program. Learn more at Lightstream.com. Right now, radio listeners get a special rate discount when you go to Lightstream.com and enter promo code 7777 in the upper right corner. That's Lightstream.com promo code 7777 for a rate discount. Lightstream.com code 7777. Subject to credit approval, conditions and limitations apply. Advertise rates, terms, and promotions are subject to change without notice. Visit Lightstream.com for important terms and conditions about Lightstream, same-day funding, and our rate beat program. Equal housing lender. Hey, buddy. What's that? Oh, it's an app I loaded to help people find healthcare around Clemson. Listen. Healthcare in Clemson. And Med Health Clemson on Tiger Boulevard. That's where I see my doc. Yeah, but that's all it ever says. See? I need urgent care. And Mad Health Clemson on Tiger Boulevard. Hey, that's Care Connect. Okay, try this. Primary care physicians. And Med Health Clemson on Tiger Boulevard. Huh, we gotta make this harder. I need lab tests. And x-rays. An OBGYN. A flu shot. A CT scan. Pediatrician. Cardiac care. Electrophysiologist. And Med Health Clemson on Tiger Boulevard. It doesn't take an app to find quality health care around Clemson. And MedHealth Clemson is bringing our urgent care, primary care, specialty, and diagnostic services to one convenient address. Visit nmedhealth.org slash Clemson. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get the Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 888-789-5043. 
You should hear the callers that don't get past the producer. Wow. We are WCCP 105.5 The Roar. I want to rock! Just going off memory here. Twisted Sister circa 1985. Is that what that is? Is that Twisted Sister? It's not Quiet Riot, right? No, it's... uh... Twisted Sister? Who is that? It's not quite right. Yeah, Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister, I got it. Remember Good. that guy? He had the big, long, blonde hair. It was puffy everywhere. Yeah. And they, they would get after you in those videos. I can see that genre making a comeback at some point in time. D. Snyder. That's who that is? Mm-hmm. Lead singer? Lead singer. Twisted, uh, Twisted Sister. I bet I he's still him. alive. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, and he still has... Still the, same deal? He was. I saw him on some uh, you know car show... Like getting a Harley built or something. Uh, just, Flip this tree house. Yeah. Oh, I love all that stuff. I know you do. It was on Counting Cars. That's what it was. Counting, counting cars. cars. Yeah, very good. Yes. I hope he's doing well. I bet he is. I bet he's still making Pretty a cool lot guy. of money from his unique blend of uh, riffs and uh, hardcore music. He did a really good job. I Six never five. understood. He had the, he had the red uh, like blush on his cheeks. A little makeup on there. It was right. more... It was like... Am I a clown? Am I a woman? Am I what am I? <laughs> a am bit I of, a clown? Am I a woman? What am I? Well, he just he like went for multiple looks on one face. Yeah, <laughs> didn't work. Yeah, it's a different kind of dude. Different kind of dude. Six five four seven six two seven. Our phone number. You want to talk with us? Yes, we are talking sports. Yes, we're talking about the weather as well. Be safe out there if you're driving around. A lot of the schools were let out early across the Upstate. Some dangerous weather perhaps approaching, going from west to east as a front moves through the area later on tonight. And essentially all day today, uh, we're all kind of in that target area, the target zone for some very nasty weather. So if you're out and about, be careful, give yourself some extra time and understand uh, it could be raining very hard and uh, some storms in the area and the potential for tornadoes later on today. Even right now, according to some of the things that uh, Ben and I have been reading and watching over the last couple of hours, uh, certainly that'll be in play as we go through the evening and deep into the night. Uh, the Northland Communication phone line's open for business. Going to talk some more about the Bravos and some Clemson football coming up. West Mitchell, Gamecock Central joins us at 125. Ronnie is up with us next on the phones. Ronnie, good afternoon. You're on the air. Field pot, field pot what's happening, man? My friend, I know you are on cloud nine after Monday night, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Still is, Ron. Good. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, with North Carolina won on their championship run, it kind of struck me. Had the, the same thing with Clemson went through. They kind of redeemed themselves and got Alabama back second time around. Only thing we were missing was playing Villanova again. It was a redemption tour, and, and that was one of the things we said leading into that game Monday night that we liked about it in terms of North Carolina's chances. They had all been pointing towards this particular game. Now, I don't know that they executed the way that they wanted to, but certainly they played defense well enough to get the job done. And, and they were just, it felt like they were more calm down the stretch compared to Gonzaga, who just seemed to be more chaotic with the basketball. And they missed a lot of easy shots. So uh, that, that played a role, I, I think, in North Carolina's championship run this go-around, Ronnie. Yes, yes, no doubt, no doubt. And I think one reason why 
for for most of the tournament, knock around play was kind of erratic at time. I think it may do some from being buried, being not healthy. But but you know they played good in scratches. But you know I'll take an ugly an ugly win over a pretty loss any day. You know. Nobody will remember the ugly nature of that game. Jim Nance even said afterwards that he thought it was a hideous game to call despite the fact it was closely contested. Nobody cares about that. I mean, the day after, two days after, 10 years from now, it, it, it really is a moot point. You won it. Championship number six, number three for Roy Williams. Celebrate the entire offseason and enjoy it while you can. Yes, sir. Do you think Jackson going to go pro? I do. Yes, I, I do think. I mean, especially after winning the championship, I, I, I think he's done. And, I, you know, he needs to add some weight, but I think his game long-term could translate pretty well at the next level, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. I think if Narcolano, they didn't run into this guy, Knox guy, but if they get him, they should. they probably going to be all right. But if Jackson Lee, they, it could be a little bump in the road next year, but, you know, that's, that's, no, that's neither here nor there. But I got one more question for you, Roy. I take it offline. What you think about your boy Romo going to CBS and popping off CSM? Appreciate it, Ron. All right, Ronnie, we appreciate you. A little surprised by it. Phil Sims has been ridiculed. If you've watched the NFL at any point in the last 10 years, the last 15 years, longer than that, you've probably listened to Phil Sims and rolled your eyes a time or two. He didn't bother me as much as he he's bothered other fans uh, along the way, but he just said some things at times that didn't make a ton of sense a little redundant, maybe a bit more cliche than what some people would like and just using the same stuff over and over and over again. Tony Romo apparently will take the place of Phil Sims alongside of Jim Nance for the CBS number one crew. Now, it's a little unheard of in broadcasting. Romo actually posted a picture of himself yesterday wearing the CBS blazer. Did I saw you see that. that? Yeah. That was a little different. I don't know if it's going to be an upgrade but I think outside of the New York and Philadelphia markets and the Washington market, any uh, city outside of the uh, NFC East, I, I think most people will probably find Romo refreshing. I mean, he does have this kind of choir boy, easy, you know, happy-go-lucky, easy type of personality. The potential is there, I think, for that to translate very well over the air, I think. Now, it's not a lock, but I think that'll be the case. Do you think he'll wear his hat on back, you know, turn around backwards on there, on CBS? I don't think so. It's a very the old, conservative the old ball network. Cap. Yeah, I don't yeah, think so. I think Romo, I think most people feel like he's a likable guy. And Outside of New York and Philly especially, right? Yeah, but, but well, was he really ever that big a threat to those guys either? So. <laughs> Yeah, but for the most part, I mean, I'm I'm in I'm not a I'm not a cowboy hater or lover. I don't I don't really care either way. Um, I just I kind of like Romo. He just seems like a seems like a likable guy. So I, I think he'll do. And the fact that he's kind of bumping Phil Sims is well. Know, that that was another thing. Try not to be a hater, but you don't like Phil Sims. He reminds me of Ed Cunningham, and that's not fair oh, to Phil yeah. Sims. Yeah, he does. His People voice, around here don't like Ed. His voice reminds me of Phil, of Ed Cunningham and. Mm -hmm. You know, by default, that makes me have those kinds of feelings towards him. Not fair to him, but try not to be a hater for those guys. But I'm I'm not upset that Romo's replacing him. I will be very curious to hear what he sounds like. And we spoke about this briefly yesterday. Very interesting. CBS will have the Cowboys 
at home on Thanksgiving, and Romo will likely be a part of that broadcast with Jim Nance. So Romo gets to go back to Big D and in the production meetings gets to sit down with Dak Prescott and the rest of his old teammates. I mean, that alone kind of makes that game more watchable to see what kind of insight he can provide in that setting, not to mention against other NFC East rivals when Dallas is playing, and just in general. You would think that he would have pretty good insight. He can maybe take you behind the scenes somewhat. But how crisp will he be? How much can he you know, acclimate himself to the broadcast booth that quickly in that position? If you're the number one guy at CBS, I mean, you've never called a game before. Now you're calling a game in that spot. I mean, you're going to subject yourself to some significant criticism. And any mistake you make is going to be amplified 7,000 times over on social media. But he is likable. He was a quarterback. He did play for the Dallas Cowboys. You know, every single Cowboys quarterback has gone on to be a broadcaster. Like, for the most part, outside of Staubach, it's been a sustained run. Like, that's your second career. I don't know if that's in the original contract you signed with mm-hmm. Dallas. You're going to play football for us, and then when you're done, after you retire, you're going to go be a broadcaster. Right. And you're going to do a really good job at that, too. For the most part, they've done that. So, uh, the implication is that, that he's got a chance to be pretty good. And I think his personality is good enough. And they, look, there was a bidding war, too. Fox wanted him. CBS wanted him. NBC wanted him. And he chose CBS. So we'll see how it sounds. If I'm Romo, I break the ice by faking falling off my stool and faking an injury. <laughs> in, in, no, seriously. On my back. In broadcast number one. Just, just put it out there. People will stop joking with him about it if he just owns it. And maybe then move so. on from there. Maybe so. Maybe no, so. but you're right. That's a very conservative broadcast, so that will never happen. But uh, it'll be interesting. Now, here's the thing that will bother me for a while. I will always, always, obviously connect him to the Dallas Cowboys as everyone else will. So when he is calling a Redskins game or an Eagles game or something like that, it's going to be hard to make convince yourself that he's being impartial, right? Especially if you're a fan of one of those organizations. Right. Yes, yes. I mean, everything he says is going to go under a microscope by those fan bases. Uh, I, You know, when you get in that spot, I don't know how hard it is to be that when your paycheck depends on it. Then again, he really doesn't need to depend on that paycheck, given mm-hmm. the fact that he made $127 million from the Dallas Cowboys. So, I don't know. I, I think it'll be okay. I, and you know what? Those networks aren't going to make those kinds of hires and spend that kind of cash if they're not convinced that this guy is going to make it work. I Like in basketball, I like Jay Williams and some of those guys, but it's still hard for me to hear them call a Duke game. Hour two, coming up next. Broadcasting live. This is a playback. From the Blue Ridge Security Studios. WCCP. Clemson Greenville. 105.5. The 